broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino presents Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Verizon Wireless. This is 5G done right. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Pick up any of our award-winning sauces on the way home tomorrow night at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino, home of Bar Canada. A north-of-the-border home, Las Vegas style. Roger Klein's Canesione Tequila. Ultra smooth, Arizona owned. Behind the mask, whether you're on ice or in line, we are the Valley's headquarters for all of your hockey needs. By M Drive, presenting partner of What Drives You, M Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. And by Summer Skates, get your personalized koozies and shower shoes at slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Las Vegas Resort and Casino, is a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Rob Rothfarb. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, professional hockey fans, that is. This is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by our friends at the D Las Vegas Hotel, Resort, and Casino. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona tonight, where it's a balmy 106. And my co-host, as always, the uh, ever-gallivanting sports fan, Rob Rothfarb from beautiful Southern California. Rob, go ahead. Bust my chops one more time. What's the temperature where you're at? Well, it's exactly 40 degrees cooler. Oh, shush. (laughs) It's 66 degrees here in Culver City. Oh, my goodness. Um, And I said the uh, ever gallivanting sports fan was baseball a couple of weeks ago. Last night, you took in a Rams game, I understand. Yeah, yeah. My wife uh, was invited to uh, the Rams-Bears opening night. And, uh, in fact, I actually had to put a sweatshirt on. It got a little chilly. Oh, jeez. Oh, that ocean breeze. Oh, how I long for that ocean breeze. <laughs> well, you know, some people choose to live in really hot. Some people choose to live in really cold. I live. I choose to live in the perfect weather. And, and some people we know uh, live on islands in the uh, east, eastern seaboard. Yes, yes. And we still can't keep them quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay, well, this is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. We creep ever closer to the start of the NHL and the AHL season. Um, This weekend, Friday, Sunday, and Monday, the uh, NHL, what do we call it, Southwest Rookie Tournament will be held. It's going to be hosted by the Arizona Coyotes right here at the Ice Den Scottsdale and uh, Gila River Arena. Um, we're bringing in the full staff, Rob. Everybody's coming. Um, we're, we're ganging this thing up. We've got uh, five different reporters and uh, our staff photographer on. Uh, we are taking this thing to the limit. So uh, I hope you're as excited as the rest of us are. I am so excited to get out there to see the, to see hockey live again. Uh, it's been a while since I've been able to see hockey live and to see some of these uh, first round draft picks, some draft choices that were in the second or uh, more rounds. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time to see a lot of these kids who are hoping to crack some rosters uh, put on a put on a show. 
Well, I've been saying it all along. There's guys there that are going to make NHL rosters right off the get-go, and there's guys there that are going to be mainstays on the uh, AHL rosters of these clubs. It kicks off Friday, September 17th, uh, Los Angeles Kings against the uh, Colorado Avalanche, and that leads right into our guest tonight. Uh, San Jose and Anaheim, both the games at the ice stand, and then Vegas and Arizona will play at Gila River, 7.30 p.m., uh, Friday night. They'll take a day off on Saturday. Uh, Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m., Vegas at San Jose and the Ice Den, Colorado at Anaheim uh, in the Ice Den, and, of course, the Kings and Coyotes will do battle 6.30 p.m. Sunday evening at Gila River Arena. And then everything wraps up uh, Monday. We go uh, a 9 a.m. start for San Jose and Colorado. 11 a.m. we'll have the Kings and uh, the Golden Knights at the Ice Den, both of those. And then at noon, the uh, Anaheim Ducks and the Arizona Coyotes will wrap things up in the 2021 Rookie Faceoff Tournament at Gila River Arena. So going to be a lot of fun uh, tonight as we've uh, kind of gone around the league. We finally get a chance to, to, to sneak inside Colorado with uh, one of the best reporters that I know uh, in uh, in the Rocky Mountains, and that's Kate Jeff. He's going to be joining us here in just a couple of minutes. Um, there's a trivia question coming tonight. Uh, because we're going to give away some summer skates again. This is actually summer skates uh, hashtag sizzling September trivia giveaway. So I'm not going to throw that out there yet. I'm going to wait a little bit. It's got something to do with Kate, though. If you uh, if you know what she does or you follow her work, you'll know uh, when I give the question out. And everybody knows the drill by now. You just type it into the chat bar if you know the answer, and uh, we'll get a winner tonight. Sounds good. Okay, so I've, I've given you the assignment of uh, basically Los Angeles and Anaheim. We, we have Tom Callahan's going to help you out with Anaheim, too, and I'm not going to be there until Sunday's games, but uh, I've got Colorado and uh, San Jose. You told me about some news today that uh, one of our Sun Devils, our former Sun Devils, got a new contract. Yes, yeah, Steen Pasnick got a uh, one-way uh, – it was an AHL deal, one-year deal, Uh with the uh, San Jose Barracuda. So uh, now the Sun Devil sticks in the professional ranks and it's nice to see. And uh, they're expecting big things from his brother. Yeah. And of course that's Brinson Pashnik who uh, has a two-way deal, I think with uh, the NHL, AHL and San Jose. So look forward to seeing them on the ice uh, as they uh, get over here to Arizona again. And um, when you looked in up and down the rosters in California, I mean, holy cow, Los Angeles and Anaheim have some, youngsters that are very very talented don't they uh they do they do uh anaheim has 14 of their recent draft selections and five former first round picks trevor zegris Braden tracy d jamie drysdale forward jacob Peralt, and mason mctavish another forward uh those are the five first round picks that will be there for the ducks uh for the kings they're not too shabby themselves they have six uh, first or second round picks, four of them first round picks in Quinton Byfield, Rasmus Kupari, who's everybody's excited to see this summer uh, play. Alex Turcott will be there. And this year's uh, first round pick, Brent Clark, will be there. Uh, so there's uh, there's some kids that will, that played on the rain last season, Martin Kremenick and Aiden Dudas, as well as Samuel Fagamo. Uh, they'll all uh, be in this rookie symposium for the uh, in Gila Arena and also the uh, ice stand. Yeah, and when uh, when we talk Arizona Coyotes, the hosts of this event, our own Seth Askelson is out tonight uh, covering the scrimmage tonight between the rookies. So um, that's going to be some good stuff. I, I saw another uh, 
um, Arizona Arizona State player that spent some time, and I don't think he's playing tonight, but because uh, they're getting ready to really ramp up their season. But Josh Doan had a really good uh, few days of camp um, for the Coyotes, so we'll see what that leads to. Uh, Vegas is always Vegas, right? They're going to bring yep. some talented players coming over as well. And uh, Colorado, we're going to find out from Kate here in a minute or two what uh, what they're sending this way, but they're always loaded. It just seems like not only do they have top-end talent, Rob, but they've got so much depth talent, and it shows in the Colorado Eagles as well. Well, that's why the Eagles were a top team uh, in the AHL West last year, is, and Colorado uh, went to the second round, the Avalanche that is, went to the second round of the playoffs. Uh, I'm curious to hear her take on it and uh, what she thinks they need to do to get over that hump. Yeah, well, maybe they did. Maybe they pulled off a trade with the Arizona Coyotes that may push them over the top, at least the avalanche part of it, because uh, I think, that you know, Philip Grubauer was a fantastic goaltender, but we all know uh, he seemed to struggle, especially in big games in the playoffs, and I think that finally was his undoing and, and part of the reason why he ended up in Seattle. So we'll see uh, what the uh, the trade with the Arizona Coyotes did um, and bringing over uh, a very quality goaltender as well. Well, goaltending wins championships in hockey. You know that. And uh, that was my lead question for her. Is Darcy Kemper the answer? Do, do, does she think that he could put them over the top and get them? They haven't been past the second round uh, in the last three years, and they haven't won since 2001. So is this the move that puts them over the top to make them that legit Stanley Cup contender? They just have too much talent to end right there, don't they? I mean, uh, they're moving back to the Central Division again now, so um, they, they'll be away from Vegas um, and the Kraken and uh, all those teams that we cover and talk about. We're keeping Colorado on, though, because I do an awful lot with the uh, NCAA, as you know, and uh, Air Force, Colorado College, and Denver this year are big, big targets for us. It's a great market. To get there. Oh, it's a great hockey market. Up and down, ACHA to uh, NCAA to AHL to NHL. It, it's just a great hockey market. So there's it no is. way that we're not going to be involved in that as well. And, of course, Colorado College opening up their new uh, building. Yeah. I'll be there for that on October 2nd. So all kinds of good stuff going on. Anything else that's happened in the NHL has caught your eye that you think we should talk about before we get to Kate? Uh, yeah, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets fired their assistant coach, Sylvain Lafay because he wouldn't get the COVID shot. So the NHL wow. is That's really taking stepping a stand, up. right? Huh? It, taking a stand, stepping up. And uh, those who will get the shot will keep their jobs. Those who don't will have to find employment elsewhere. Well, and, and that's really something because, well, you know, we had Kenny McCudden on our uh, club hockey show when he was up at UNLV a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Kenny being a, uh, an assistant there, and he was talking about the importance of the shot and being vaccinated and, and keeping all the players and, and everybody safe. So, um, yeah, that's that's a bold move. You don't, you don't see that often, but maybe they're, maybe they're laying the groundwork that, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do to protect not only yourself, but protect those around you. Well, it seems that uh, you have a less chance, not that you, it's guaranteed, but less chance to get COVID if you are vaccinated. And, and the less chance you have, the better chance you have. You won't get it, so you won't infect other people. And you're going to be around people because if they, they have uh, requirements placed, you, if you're going to be within 12 feet of, of players or coaches or staff, you need to be vaccinated. And he would not have been able to do his job that he was hired for. So, And this is a, this is a sign to all the coaches, players, uh, front office, you know, get the shot, 
keep your job and don't pass the the uh, COVID around worse than it can be. Yeah, totally agree with you. All right, let's take a quick break. Let's take about uh, two or three minutes here to hear from some of our partners, and then we'll come back and we'll bring on the Denver Gazette um, Avalanche beat reporter, Kate Shefty, in about three minutes. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Derek Stevens. Download your new sports betting app with Circus Sports. Get 24-7 access to a dynamic sports betting menu, including props, futures, cross-sport parlays, in-game wagering, and more. Sign up for the mobile wagering app at CircusSports.com. Then visit one of our downtown Las Vegas sportsbooks at the D or the Golden Gate to activate and fund your mobile wagering account. Learn more at CircusSports.com. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back again, hockey fans, uh, professional hockey fans in the Southwest, which I've made a large um, contribution to the Southwest, if you will. I've widened it, I've heightened it, <laughs> I've spread it out all over the place. Scott Strandy here in Scottsdale, Arizona with you tonight. My co-host, as always, Rob Rothfarb out in beautiful Southern California. And it's our pleasure, Rob, to introduce the uh, beat reporter for Colorado professional hockey um, from the D- Denver Gazette, Kate Chefney with us. Kate, you got Scott and Rob with you. How are you tonight? I'm great. How are you? Well, you know, I keep pestering you because you are my <laughs> authority in Colorado. And uh, I know you've had a busy summer, but things are getting back to uh, quote unquote normal hockey. Is that a fair assessment? 
Oh man, I've been at it's it's been a long hot summer, and I've been in two rinks at least multiple times this past week, which is just heaven. Huge fan. I've been to Robeson um, Arena, CC's new freshly built uh, arena that you said you're going to be there for the exhibition game. That's awesome. And um, I've been at at the Avs practice facility this week for rookie camp. So it's uh, it's feeling it's feeling like October in mid September. I'm very excited. Well, we're, we're very excited to have you on. We're very excited about hockey coming up. Uh, let's jump into things uh, with Darcy Kemper. What's your thoughts on, on Darcy Kemper? And, uh, you know, is he, is he the uh, missing link? You know, it's funny. I was listening to you guys talk about uh, good old Darcy Kemper. And uh, my, uh, my uh, experience with him and Avs fans' experience with him last year was very limited because the only time he was in Denver, he got injured. <laughs> so he didn't really give us a great preview last year, but he seems to be a very, you know, he's a big, calm force back there. And I, you know, they, they need, they needed somebody. It was a very, it was a, it was a very kind of, I don't want to say traumatic. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk to, we'll, we'd ask a fan that, but it was, it was a hectic last couple of weeks before free agency for the Avs. They, uh, Gabriel Landeskog waited until the night before free agency hit to resign, which made everybody a little bit nervous, I think. And they still hadn't resigned Philip Grubauer. And then, you know, it, it, that the day hit and Grubauer signs with Seattle and they needed somebody quickly and all the goalies were pretty much off the board at that point. And, you know, you kind of heard that Darcy Kemper might be on the move and they, they made a deal right then and there. And it was kind of like, you know, it, I see it. I think it, it almost seemed like a consolation prize. It seemed like they wanted to re-sign Grubauer, but it might wind up being even better for them. It might be a better fit. Grubauer was great for them. But um, as you kind of mentioned, they need to so, something needs to be shaken up here. And uh, the, the Avs don't rely didn't rely on their goaltender too much last year. Um, even though he was a Vesna finalist, they had one of the best defenses in the league, so he wasn't seeing a whole lot of shots most nights. But they do need somebody good back there, especially come playoff time. So, so Kate, I've seen Darcy for a long time uh, here in in the desert. And um, I think he's going to be a perfect fit, and here's why. You brought it up. You said the defense in Colorado is fantastic, which it is. They do a lot of scoring. There's uh, limited shots, and it seems like Darcy is really on top of his game. If he has a manageable number of shots, he's capable, as we all know, of making the big save over and over again. But if he has to make the big save just a few times a game, I think that's going to be where you're going to see the biggest difference. Um, in between him and Philip Grubauer. And that's taken nothing away from Grubauer because he's done some great things all the way um, until the playoffs, basically, right? <laughs> I mean, he, I don't think he was bad. I don't think he was the problem, per se. There was, it was just kind of a, you know, kind of just more of a collective letdown as those things tend to be. But, uh, you know, it's, yeah, something something has to change there. They It has been a long time since they've made it out of the second round, and this is a team that is just too stacked and too built to win right now to be kind of stuck in that spot. So, you know, it's yeah, coming back with the exact same team was not an option, and um, and it's and it's probably for the best. Well, perfect, perfect segue. Uh, two guys that were pretty much into a part of the uh, avalanche last year, Brandon Saad, who went to, uh, to the Blues, and then Jonas Donskoy, who was uh, picked up by the Kraken in the expansion draft. Who do you see filling those shoes, or skates, as I should say? 
They, Osakic said, uh, kind of uh, right around, you know, some maybe, I, I don't know, time is a flat circle, COVID is messing with my brain, I do not remember when it was, but he had one very memorable quote about how this is, the, like, this is maybe the most stacked this team is going to be because uh, we're going to have to get cheaper because we have these contracts coming up, so they... And he said, we're going to have to get younger. And uh, some of the guys that we've seen in rookie camp this year, Alex Newhook uh, signed in March uh, out of Boston College, absolutely, absolutely tore up the AHL for the very short time he was there. And then he made his play or his postseason debut. And he's expected to kind of to slot in there. And um, they, they just need to get a little bit younger. And they did um, do a couple pickups. Uh, Darren Helm uh, is coming over from Detroit. It's so crazy to think of him in anything other than a Detroit jersey but he he'll be there kind of probably you know yeah he's he's an, an, a veteran these days so he'll probably be like on the lower lines but they did they picked up some veterans to uh to replace those veterans Saad will be missed he was a second line guy and 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 maybe their best player in the playoffs and he um he he landed in St. Louis but they will um, you know they're gonna they're gonna look to their this this talent pool. A lot of college guys, a lot of you know a lot of guys that have uh, really done well at the lower levels that can hopefully make that jump to uh, NHL regular. All right. Speaking of making the jump, somebody got a nice paycheck in Kale McCarr. Um, anything new with Kale? He's driving a new car or uh, buying dinner for everybody. Anything you've seen different in young Mister Kale McCarr? Oh, he's the same humble <laughs> I interview that. that he has I always been. <laughs> he is just, oh, he, he like he talks himself down more than anybody on that team, and it is just a hoot. Like even after he signs his contract, like he is just he he is just so humble. I've not I've not seen any uh, Maserati zooming around uh, town <laughs> and with him behind the wheel, but I, you know, he. he I don't know. Maybe, maybe, hey, maybe this money will change him. I don't know, but so, but I kind of doubt it. He's just the most like self-deprecating dude on that roster, and it's just always so funny to me that he'll like even if he has an incredible game, he'll always pick out the one thing he did wrong, which is very hockey player in general, but also just very Kale McCarr. Well, very similar to the uh, the winner of the uh, of the Norris, Adam Fox. That's going to be mm -hmm. such a fun competition to watch for the Norris for the next 10 years between Fox and Cal McCarr and who's going to lead the defenseman in goals and, and assists and points. Uh, how do you, how do you see that kind of competition? And, and is, do you see anybody else uh, stepping up to, to take the Norris away from either Fox or Cal McCarr? I sure don't. Who, I don't even remember who the third one, who the third nominee <laughs> was, who was it? It was such a, felt like a two man race. Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I would have to. I would have to look it up to see who came in third. Right. <laughs> those those two are just such the big names right now, and uh, and you know just to watch Kale McCarr on a on a nightly basis is, uh, he you know he is just a hell of a player. Just it may be up. Hedman. It may have been Hedman. <laughs> oh yes, it was Hedman. How did I forget Victor Hedman? Oh my gosh. Well, that's you know that's kind of where we're at right now. But he got something a little nicer than the Norris. I'm sure he would he would uh, tell anybody that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, okay, so so Kate, let me ask you this: um, Colorado moving back now into the uh, Central Division again with uh, the COVID stuff over with, and the Arizona Coyotes moving that direction. Um, What's your thoughts on that division right now as you see it on paper before the season starts? 
It's a, uh, it's, it's interesting. That's such a cop out. It's a, uh, it's <laughs> harkening back to the, to the old days. And um, I'm, I'm, you know, it was, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of excited to get away. Don't, don't, I'm, I'm so nice. It's so nice to hear that you're not abandoning Colorado, even though, you know, it, it, it's kind of moving away from your coverage area. That was nice to hear. And I don't want to, I don't want to jeopardize that goodwill, but kind of, you know, Anaheim is going to have its day, but the day doesn't seem to be right now. The Sharks are having not a great time right now. The LA Kings have been bad for quite a bit here. It's going to be kind of, it's going to be good to see them kind of get away from those California teams that they were just playing six times in a row last season. And it was just, you know, it was a lot of, I mean, I, that certainly helped the Avs President's Cup's uh, hopes because they were just, you know, kind of beaten up on bad teams. And there's bad teams, of course, in every division, but it was, and I don't want to say that they were bad. They're rebuilding, rebuilding. There we go. I like that. And, but it'll be good to kind of get, get away from California and just see some new, some new blood, you know, some different competition. Last year was just kind of that, that I think the players would tell you, I think anybody who covers the teams would tell you just watching the same opponents six times in a row outside of the postseason was just kind of a drag. Oh, definitely. And I think with the expansion, divisions going back to the way they were other, other than the changes they made in, in your division, uh, you'll see a lot of other teams that you didn't see last year, uh, which will also be nice. So talk to me a little bit about Ryan Murray. Can he be a number two D-man? Number two D-man. I mean, the the thing is, the Avalanche defense is just so good. Is he's gonna he's gonna be a piece. Um, they've got, as we've said, uh, Kale McCarr and Devontae's, who's kind of his pretty uh, set-in uh, partner. They've had great chemistry. Um, they played together really well. We've got Samuel Gerrard on a very long contract. He's been really good. They did lose Ryan Graves, and um, he seems to be kind of maybe. The, a candidate to kind of slide into that role. Right, they they sure. um off, they kind of offloaded Ryan Graves to the New Jersey Devils because they figured he was going to get taken in the expansion draft and they wanted to get something back for him, and they did, and then lost Jonas Donskoy. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, can't can't uh, can't have them all, but can't keep them all. But um, they do. You know, there are some and and um, and Patrick Nemeth, who was kind of their the, a guy that they picked up for the stretch run to the playoffs. He signed in New York, I believe. That yes. sounds right. Yes. yes. And so there are some some holes on defense. There's some pretty well established guys there. Not sure exactly where he's gonna slot in, but you know, Taze and Makar were, you know, they they kind of gelled in training camp last year and then they went the whole way as the top pairing. So we'll see in training camp where everybody winds up and who who develops some chemistry and that might just, you know, stick stick that way for the rest of the season. That's what happened last year. Okay, I want to ask you a little bit about uh, the rookies because, uh, as you probably heard, we're hosting the uh, Rookie Faceoff Tournament. I don't know if you're – are you coming over for that or not? I'm not, and I'm jealous. I <laughs> can't wait to sit, to hear your coverage of it. It's not your blanket coverage of it. You guys are really cornering the market here. But, yeah, I will not be uh, co- coming down from temperate Colorado to uh, that 100 in what degree Jeez. heat? 106 today, Kate. It's, it's too too hot for this stuff right now. It's, it's September. It's supposed to start cooling down, but we'll get there. Uh, so anyway, the, the rookies are coming. Uh, Rob sees Los Angeles and Anaheim living out there, and he knows a lot about that. I've got uh, some connections to San Jose, and I'm going to take on Colorado since you're not coming this way. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> and uh, we've got our uh, Arizona Coyotes guy, uh, and then, of course, we uh, – 
we have our Vegas guy, which I kind of sneak into that uh, territory as well. But what can we expect of the Colorado rookies when they come to this tournament? What are they bringing? Uh, today, which was just day two of rookie camp, we got to see their first round pick from this year, uh, big Swede, Oscar Olausen. He was playing kind of, kind of on a line, you know, it's rookie camp. It's a little discombobulated, but he was, uh, with new hook and Sampo Ranta, who were their two forwards that were, uh, that kind of joined up later in the year. And then, um, uh, Bowen Byram, uh, world junior guy who, uh, actually, came right over and started playing with the abs, but he, he got his season got cut short by an injury. Um, they are kind of, you know, they've got that NHL experience and you can see it out there and they're still the ones to watch. And then there's a couple, you know, there's, there's a couple that I kept, you know, I have my rosters up. There's a lot of, a lot of weird high numbers that you don't recognize and you kind of have to keep glancing at it while they're there. And um, there's a couple other, uh, guys that I think are in that are, I think are interesting. There's a, there's a player, um, his name's Bokaj. He was a third rounder. Wasn't terribly familiar, but every time I look down, I'm like, who did that? And I look down, I'm like, Oh, it's, it's Bokaj again. Interesting. So there's a couple, you know, names that you'll recognize and a couple games or not a couple names that you will not recognize, but, um, look, certainly you will want to remember, uh, new hook, Ranta, um, Olafson and Byram. Those are kind of the the tweeners and kind of the most likely ones to make, or well, no, probably not. Alausen is going is probably headed to the OHL, but um, Ranta and um, and Newhook and Byram are definitely candidates to make the Avs roster this year, and I expect that we'll be seeing quite a bit of them in camp. Well, what about the uh, 2020 uh, draft? You have Justin Barron and Jean Luc Fowley. Will they, if if the other three that you just mentioned? projected to be on the big club will these have big roles for the eagles i think they de- they will i haven't seen too much of baron uh in this in this camp which is a little bit surprising he's you know i haven't looked down and and looked at his you know seen the number and looked down too many times but um we in an interview yesterday um one of the uh, one of the guys overseeing the camp said that he'd put on a lot of muscle this off season and that that was something that they wanted out of him and he went and did it this is justin baron by the way right and um and um it's uh yeah that it there's definitely a couple guys that could be interested that like could again be tweeners but will probably be eagles um at least initially and you know we'll see this this is a good chance for them to make a statement too okay so let's talk about the eagles a little bit you probably haven't seen a lot of them yet but um i i peeked in and out of there a couple times last year when uh, I was in Colorado, and I'm impressed with with what they've done uh, with their roster. Like every AHL team that I see, they have a nice blend of uh, veterans and young guys, and uh, it seems like it just kind of flows down from the avalanche. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. I checked out for a sec mentally for a second there. It happens. Um, <laughs> um, Rob yeah, and I do that for an hour sometimes. No. <laughs> oh. um, you know, br- brain break. They're necessary, uh, especially in the middle of the season. I don't know what's going on in September here, but um, I uh, <laughs> um, 
that that geographic distance that it's only it's only like an hour between Denver and Loveland is it sounds like their lines of communication are just so open and they tell you know they have obviously nothing but not good things to say about each other I don't that's not necessarily obvious I've never heard anybody going badmouth their farm team before but I guess it's possible I haven't haven't covered every team before but um, you know, they just, they just constantly, it, it seems like the, the call-ups are pretty seamless. They, they just, they, a, avalanche hockey is just, it doesn't just stop with the avalanche. They really are teaching that to the guys that are just an hour north and they're just a quick drive away if they need somebody. And that does, you know, tend to happen a lot. All right. Let's talk a little bit about the goaltending. I know we talked about Darcy Kemper with the big club, but uh, Trent Minor, Justice uh, Anunin, well, have they been standing out? I mean, who's been standing out as far as the goaltenders? You know, it's funny. I uh, I didn't we didn't have rookie camp last year, and uh, because of the way how weird the season was, but I you know these goalies do get they do get scored on a bit during these camps. Like it's and I can't I can't determine whether that's just because the goalies are a little bit asleep or the or the talent is just so good. Everybody's trying to prove themselves, but they you know they, they I haven't seen too many. There was there was one today, and I couldn't even tell you who it was, where the puck was trickling towards the goal line and some. And and the guy just reached back and just fired it away from the crease and everybody was cheering. Like there's a couple, there's been a couple of those, but mostly it's just been, you know, a lot of, a lot of top shelf goals that you don't usually see in NHL practices. And it's kind of hard for me to determine what's, you know, what's necessarily the root cause of that. But um, the goalies haven't been super, you know, like eye popping, you know, but it's, it's camp. They're not, nobody's, everybody's trying to stay healthy and, you know, impress, but you know, it's there. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of really, really impressive goals scored. And I haven't seen, you know, any any um, I call it windmilling saves uh, these uh, these last couple days. But there's our scrimmage is tomorrow. So maybe we'll see one tomorrow. OK, Kate, some of the names that, that jump out at me last year, uh, Tyson Jost uh, back again on the roster this year. And mm-hmm. um I think Nathan McKinnon was about as frustrated as I've seen him at the end of that playoff series against Vegas. Um, he he said stuff that I didn't think were going to come out of his mouth. Completely honest, but he he just basically said we you know I've been here too long to accomplish essentially nothing. Um, mm-hmm. th- is that going to be different motivation this year? I mean, I don't know how you get better than the President's Trophy, but whatever uh, <laughs> is going to change. You know, yeah, those those were some some intense. He's intense words from an intense guy. You know, his. I'm sure. I'm sure we could we could spend uh, spend a solid amount of time here dissecting the reports that uh, came out of um, who. Oh no. His former teammate uh, made some comments about his training uh, schedule <laughs> and his diet and how he kind of holds everybody to that standard. And, you know, no, no pasta. No, you know, sounds sounds like a bleak existence during the regular season to me. But, you know, I'm not a top tier athlete. I get to eat what I want, thankfully. But um, the, he is just he accepts it seems like nothing less. And he, you know, it can come off as as, you know, almost in those quotes as just, as just kind of like, Whoa, but he's, he does take this. He seems to take this extremely seriously. And uh, there isn't, you know, like 
he he was pretty quiet at part at parts of the postseason. He'll own that. He always will. It's always you know he knows that that this team is built around him, and he, you know, I'm so sorry. Can you t- can you lead me back to the point again? What was the question? Yeah, basically, I was just wondering <laughs> if his frustration um, will will be obvious on ice changes uh, for the entire roster because he basically he came out and said in Vegas that. Hey, we just we didn't get it done, and I'm tired of not getting it done. You know, it's they have been saying that for a couple of years now, and they, you know, nothing but the cub, nothing, you know, nothing else is gonna suffice, and then they just like can't really find that extra level that you see the Montreal's of the world suddenly, you know, like just lock into, and it's you know, there's there's got to be that extra that extra gear that they hit, and they definitely. Were just se- seem just kind of lost against Vegas at times, and you know Vegas wasn't infallible either. They didn't make it out of the next round, which was kind of alarming just because of how good they looked against the Avs. And it was it was I think it, it was pretty surprising. You know I had I had personally blocked. You have to do this. You guys know this, but I had blocked <laughs> off my time until July. I said I will not be free until July, and I'm sure the rest of the team did too. And then. All of a sudden, it was you know June 10th, and I was like, okay, now what? Now what's happening here? And no one, and I'm sure they don't want to feel that way. And but they've just got to find that extra level. And you know, if 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 anybody's going to take it very personally, it seems like it would be Nathan McKinnon, and he definitely did, and he owned it. And we'll see whether you know the 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 results match the words. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about is uh, the home opener coming up. Uh, for the Avalanche, it's supposed to be at 100% capacity. How excited is the city for that? Uh, pretty. Everybody here is absolutely like we. It's been we, we have a Democratic governor, um, and it's been a. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's like the only reason, but you know that's it's worth noting. And we like. Uh, it wasn't Canada level lockdown, but our average attendance was ve- was much lower than other parts of the country last year. And I think everybody's very ready to get into the arena. Uh, you know, obviously we're not over this. We all have to keep it keep safe, keep masked, keep away from each other, not cough all over each other. Be be careful. Like we're far from out of the woods here. But um, I, I think that if if you know it. Things carry on the way that they are. I think everybody is going to be very relieved to be seeing some live sports. I can't. It's what a what a concept, right? <laughs> Imagine that. Okay, we do uh, a special uh, trivia contest every show in September. It's part of our uh, summer skates sizzling September. So I'm going to give the question out right now while we got Jan. I know you can answer this. I, I do this to all the guests. <laughs> Uh, because I know that you can answer it, so don't answer it. But but we know you've already hinted at it. But um, so here it is. Uh, Kate Shefty covers the Avalanche and the professional stuff in Colorado. She also has done and probably still does do some college stuff. But where was sure her do. main where was her main focus in Colorado Springs? What team did she call, uh, cover <laughs> down there in the NCAA? If you know that, get on the chat. Send it through to us. Uh, it's very simple. Just listen and type it in, folks. And uh, you got your pair of uh, summer skate sandals and a koozie coming your way. And, Kate, if you, you uh, direct message me, you got a pair and a koozie as well. I just need to know what size you need. 
Oh, wow. Thank you. Although this is, this could be a trick question though, because I, I tried to cover these two teams <laughs> I know as evenly did. as possible. So I, I know you did, but you had one mainstay and I know you're excited about, uh, you've already been to see that new building and I'm looking forward to seeing it too. See, I keep hinting it because it's just such an easy thing, but um, we love it. We love giving away stuff and so do our partners at Summer Skate. So, okay. So let's veer off that direction for a minute. Um, Colorado College finally has uh, a, a campus arena. Um, I've seen the guys walk over. Uh, we had Coach Mayot on. He said it's uh, a five-minute walk basically from their dorms. Um, mm -hmm. What's that going to be like from the college scene? I, you know, the it has – CC has been per, uh, competing about 15 minutes away from campus – for a very long time. And against DU, the crowd's been great. Against North Dakota, the crowd's been great. Against everybody else, it's a hike on a Friday and Saturday night. And the student section, you know, kind of reflects that. And I certainly hope because, you know, I love a good call, I love a good college game day atmosphere. I'm the spoiler for the next trivia question. I'm from uh, the Triangle of North Carolina, so college sports is what I grew up on, and I would love to see the student section, you know, just absolutely popping off, and that could, that it could, you know, they don't, <laughs> they, they can walk there. There's no reason that that can't happen, um, but it's just gonna, it's a great place for them. Like, I've been in the weight room. I've been in the film room. The place is gorgeous. It is just, everything is just, I, Matt Vernon, uh, their junior goaltender the other day, said that every single detail was just so carefully thought out and looking, you know, walking in there, it's hard not to agree. Like, it is just, you know, those state-of-the-art, those state-of-the-art buildings, you just walk in and you're just like, this is, the, I'm in the future. I am in a, I'm in a spaceship right now. And that's what it almost feels like in, in the Robeson Arena film room. It's like, this is next level. It's just gorgeous. The World Arena was very good to them for a long time, but this is kind of just theirs. And um, coach said that they're there more, they're hanging out there, they're studying there, they, they want to be there. And it's good for the players and hopefully it's good for the students. And um, also it's a much smaller arena, it's going to be a much more intimate atmosphere. Uh, World Arena was more than 10,000 seats, I believe. And this place, is, the Robson Arena is uh, about under 3,500. So it's going to be quite the dramatic difference, and it's just pretty, guys. You're going to love it. <laughs> so my question real quick, I know Rob's got more coming as well, but um, I asked Coach Mayad about that. I said, when I looked at the pictures of that, the first thing that stood out to me in the lower bowl was the uh, – steepness if you will of the seats and he said absolutely he said that was done by design it's as steep as they could legally build it because they want everybody to feel like they're right on top of you in that lower bowl did you see that when you were there did that did it feel that way or is it just my eyes from a distance telling me that no, everybody, I got a lot of Twitter messages talking about how steep it was. And I will say that it looks, you don't feel like you're about to die. I will tell you that. But like it is, <laughs> well, it probably looks a little steeper than it actually is. But you are, you know, you're pretty well shot of the person below you and above you. And I can easily see um, a beer or two being accidentally just dumped all over you. Not like a little splash, just a, just an absolute you know, beer shower um, once or twice, but you know, for the, in the name of live sports, we've you know, I think we, I think we can all take that loss, right? 
but um, it's it is very steep. It is very it's it's it is it's just it's intimate. I when they when they announced it, I thought it was going to be kind of like um, Western Michigan's Lost and Arena, which is about the same size and kind of the same design. It it feel it does not feel like Lost and Arena. I it is. It is, I mean, and Lawson Arena is quite old in fairness. So that's probably a big part of why, but um, it is, yes, it is definitely steep. You, it's not like you're not going to be alone, but, it's, but you almost kind of sit alone. You're totally like clear of the person below you. You'll, you'll see, you'll, you'll find out. And they'll have a hundred percent capacity for the uh, home opener. That's a good question. I should ask. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I believe from what I've been told, uh, they, they will. Um, the other thing I want to ask you about on the college scene is, uh, and I'm going to be up there on the second and third. The second, I'm going to be uh, at Robeson. And then the third, I'm going to go up to DU at Magnus because I want to see Lindenwood take on the uh, Denver Pioneers. Uh, we had Coach Rick Zombo on with Lindenwood uh, a couple of Sundays ago on our college show. And um, he's thrilled to be able to, uh, to play some uh, high level NCAA stuff, but to be able to sneak in and get an exhibition this season with DU. Um, I know you're a big college hockey fan still. So how exciting is that for college hockey? Uh, now I'm wondering about your timeline. I thought they just announced that. Did you guys break that news? <laughs> we actually did. Coach broke it on a couple of Sundays ago that they were uh, they were going up there on our show. And he goes, hey, I got a fifth game for you. I said, oh, you do? What's that? And he goes, well, we're going to Denver to play uh, an, an exhibition up there. I'm going like, well, fantastic. I'll see you then. <laughs> Congratulations. Tune in. Tune in here for all your uh, for all your breaking schedule news. Um, IKHSW but... podcast. There you go. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Um, I thought I just saw that in my inbox like today or maybe yesterday, but so that was it's how, how interesting. But um, it was it was a very it, it's always cool seeing you know a, a Canadian college come down and play teams in their exhibitions, teams that you wouldn't normally see under any other circumstances. But they are usually you know ten out blowouts and not a great you know it's it's an excuse for coaches to kind of tinker their lines this is these are going to be real games these are going to be exciting good tune-ups for the season after a long weird off season and i just think that's absolutely wonderful uh cc has air force which is a great uh in inter colorado springs matchup and they'll meet again in the regular season but they uh you know they these these are not going to be pushovers these aren't going to be like exhibitions the way that we know them, which is just, you know, very exciting. Well, let me tell you how important it was. And, and Rob, I'm sorry, I'll get you back in there in a minute. Uh, <laughs> I'll okay. tell you what. Uh, we, do, we do this. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> what Coach Zombo uh, told us was, and, and I kind of been hinting at this, people said, why haven't they just made the announcement that they're going to they're gonna be NCAA? And they're, they're about $5 million away from where they need to be to be comfortably ready to go. And I believe that Coach Zombo, and he pretty much said this, is that uh, their five games against NCAA opponents are going to be the ones that push them over the top. Uh, Air Force is going to Lindenwood on October 22nd, 23rd, or 23rd, 24th. Um, so they're going to go there and give them home games, uh, which I think is really cool. They're coming to Arizona State for, for two in January, and I said – Imagine that you pick coming to Arizona State in the middle of January, <laughs> and now they got Denver it's too. Good but planning. They they are using them to uh, to basically show their backers that they're ready to make this move. And uh, not only that, but uh, Coach Zombo said it's equally as important for his team 
to win the ACHA D1 National Championship, which they're hosting, by the way. Um, he, he wants to win that, too, because he thinks that's exactly how ASU did it, and he thinks that's what will get his backers on board. Does, does that make sense to you from uh, 30,000 feet up? I mean, this, this, he would know. So I, I absolutely trust his opinion on this ahead of my own. But what could possibly be better than getting your name out there, getting your players out there, uh, showing that you can, you know, hang with the best? That's, an, and, you know, uh, we're not necessarily anointing an, a future NCAA champion here. We don't, let's not, let's not uh, extrapolate, but um, it's, you know, like what, what, I can't think of a better way than to just kind of, you know, just go, go as far as you can and, and kind of get eyeballs in front of your tier next to your team. Okay. Between college and pro, what is, what are a couple of games you have circled on your calendar that you, that you can't wait for in this upcoming season? Uh, I can't wait for the first game against the Kraken, obviously. Uh, to see, you know, see uh, Philip Grubauer in a different jersey, and just kind of. I think everybody is is kind of curious to see how this goes. The Vegas experiment was so wildly successful. I was certainly a hater at the time. I saw their expansion draft and thought, I don't know who half these people are, and I follow this league very closely. They are going to be. I'll admit it. I'll admit it to anybody. I said Vegas was going to be trash. And then they obviously weren't. <laughs> and so, you know, you see another expansion team come in and you're, and again, the expansion draft was a little bit of a head scratcher sometimes, but then they made some really good moves in free agency. And it's like, is this going to happen again? Are we going to get a Stanley Cup finalist, you know, right off the bat? Um, that's, it's very interesting to me because Ron Francis is, uh, you know, he is a longtime Hurricanes guy and I followed, I grew up following the Hurricanes. So I just kind of want to see what he does. Basically anything involving the Seattle Kraken, I am absolutely there and watching eagerly all year. And then I always love it when uh, CC and Air Force play each other. Uh, not to be predictable, but it's just I, I know everybody on both teams, and I like I always like to see that. So um, anytime those two th those teams match up is very uh, is very interesting to me. And then I'm gonna have uh, an eye on some other college games because uh, Grant Kirkshank, former CC captain, is now at uh, is is now Gopher, and um, Ben Copeland is now at Penn State, and I want to see how they do with their new teams. So I uh, you know I've I have too many scoreboards up at all times. I'm keeping I'm keeping tabs on everybody always. <laughs> okay, final one for you for me. Uh, put your predictor hat on. Um, okay. Obviously, you're going to say the Avalanche are going to win the Central, but who's going to be their main competition this year? Ooh, I don't even know. And first of all, do we really want me making predictions? I just told you about the Vegas thing. That was that was proprietary information. But um, I don't know. Let me. You know, I'm I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking, we're, we're slowing it down here. I'm looking at the teams because I, yeah, you got time. Truly, I truly don't know. You Can I tell talk? you who, you guys want to talk while I do this? Yeah, I'll, give me some yeah I'll, I'll tell you who's not going to be their challenger. It's going to be the Arizona Coyotes. They're going to oh. be challenging to win the, uh, the NCAA national championship if they could, uh, <laughs> if they could play in that level. They're, they're just rebuilding. They're just way too young and just, uh, they just need so much work, but uh, they, they will not be challenging. But I'm a little worried about Minnesota because I think if uh, a Krill, the thrill comes back, um, <laughs> that that could spell trouble if they get some decent goaltending. I think they've done a good job 
um, rebuilding their roster a little bit up there. I think Winnipeg is kind of scary. And St. Louis, you just never know. Yeah. No, I, you know, of not to not to be too agreeable, but um, Minnesota was a was a heck of a lot better than I thought they were going to be last year. And they are kind of, you know, kind of a team that's growing. And uh, you obviously mentioned probably, you know, one of their most interesting players, but they seem to have kind of have have clicked they i i wasn't I, I wasn't you know expecting them to be at the bottom but the fact that they were still kind of in contention for a playoffs for you know like at the end was was very was interesting and i i'm excited to see what they do this year for sure you don't think the blues are going to be uh the biggest challenge i don't know i just watched them get swept pretty convincingly <laughs> but uh you know um but you know don't ever can't ever count out ryan o'reilly Exactly. He's a player, no doubt about it. Kate Shefty, thanks so much for joining us, especially on short notice. Uh, you know I'm going to keep bugging you all season long because <laughs> you're a Colorado insider, and I will keep you informed as what the Avalanche uh, rookies do over here over the next, uh, what, four days and starting on Friday, I guess. So I can't wait to, to check out your coverage and, uh, and, and see, see what the insiders have to say from, from your nose is pressed up against the glass and not long distance. Like <laughs> Won't me. that be fun? That'll be so much fun. I hope we get a puck or two just for the fun of it. <laughs> I better give, give that away with your trivia. <laughs> yeah, Unless exactly. you want to keep it, you can keep it. <laughs> All right. That's a great tease. Cause now we're going to give that trivia question one more time. Our guest, Kate Shefty, uh, spent a lot of time working in the college ranks in Colorado Springs uh, it's an easy one, folks. They got a new arena. How about that? Um, can I answer it? Can I answer it? <laughs> no, you can't, but you can win yourself a pair of summer skates and a, a great koozie with our new college hockey Southwest Live logo on them. Uh, all you have to do is type it into the chat bar. We'll take care of it. Thanks, Kate, thanks so much for uh, for joining us, and uh, enjoy the hockey season, okay? Let's hope it's back to as normal as possible. Amen. Thank you. You too. All right, we'll be right back in about two minutes to wrap up another edition of Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Ask any hockey player in the desert Southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. This is Derek Stevens. Download your new sports betting app with Circus Sports. Get 24-7 access to a dynamic sports betting menu, including props, futures, cross-sport parlays, in-game wagering, and more. Sign up for the mobile wagering app at CircusSports.com. Then visit one of our downtown Las Vegas sportsbooks at the D or the Golden Gate to activate and fund your mobile wagering account. Learn more at CircusSports.com.
If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to BurritoExpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by our friends at the D Las Vegas Hotel, Resort, Casino, Sportsbook, uh, part of Circa, anything that you need on Fremont Street in beautiful downtown Las Vegas. Scott Strandy with you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host, as always, Rob Rothfarb from beautiful Southern California. And don't even mention the temperature. We've already done that. We're going right past it. Um, it, you know the drill by now. Every time we have a guest on, I heard something. You heard something. Let's see what you heard, Rob. You know, it was such a breath of fresh air. Here you have someone who is, you could truly tell, loves the game of hockey. I mean, she grew up with college sports in the Bermuda Triangle of North Carolina. She talked about that. But she really loves the game of hockey and could really tell. Uh, it, it really comes out in, in talking with her about it. Yeah, totally. And uh, I'll give the answer away because nobody's uh, signed in yet. So if you haven't signed in and and, uh, and given us the answer, Colorado College, I believe, is is her soft spot. She also covered uh, Air Force very closely. But um, the the atmosphere at Colorado College is something she did a great job covering the uh, Colorado Colorado College Tigers. Uh, that's where I met her the first time was uh, covering that uh, NCHC stuff. Um, and I'll tell you, when she got the opportunity to cover NHL hockey, I think it was bittersweet because I think she still wanted to, uh, to stay involved with the college game. And I'm sure she will because uh, she does work for uh, the Denver Gazette and I think the Colorado Springs Gazette are still tied together. So I'm sure you'll see some of her work there. She's already been in uh, the new Robeson Arena. But you're right, Rob. Uh, she, she's, a, she's a good one. She loves to, uh, to dig deeper into the stories and find out uh, what makes uh, players tick, which, of course, you know, that's what our specialty is. That's what we're after. Right. Um, so so look for good stuff from Kate Jeffy. A little surprised that she didn't venture down here. But, uh, hey, you know what? They're coming off of COVID, and uh, that's the way it is. It would have been nice uh, to meet her and, and talk to hockey with her. Uh, anytime I get a chance to talk hockey with anyone, you know, I'll take advantage of that. And the other thing, I think she, she's a lot like the Avalanche roster. She's confident in what uh, they're going to do. She's confident in her skills. And, um, you know, sometimes you don't need to say much if you're confident in what you do. You just go out and do it, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and it comes through in your, whether it's writing or broadcasting, uh, how much you love to be around the game, around the sports, uh, just talking about it. I mean, that's one of the things that I like about this show is it's just two people talking hockey that really love the game. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to throw that question out one more time. Our guest, Kate Shefty of the uh, Denver Gazette, uh, covers the Al Avalanche and Eagles and some college stuff. She used to college uh, cover a lot more college uh, during her days in Colorado Springs. And if you know the answer to what school we would say is her uh, 
her number one college school, I'm sorry, uh, Air Force. <laughs> uh, please uh, either type it into the, uh, the chat bar right now or uh, go to our new uh, NHL uh, handle on Twitter. It's at NHL underscore ITHSW and uh, send us the answer there. And uh, we will give away a pair of summer skate sandals and a uh, matching koozie with the new college hockey Southwest Live logo on it. Everybody's clamoring for it. They all want that new one. So uh, we said, why not uh, see if our friends at Summer Skate to give them away for the month of September in the sizzling September Summer Skate trivia. Say that one fast. <laughs> okay, no, my you. friend, you got anything else out there that we need to get in before we end the show tonight? Uh, not really. Just looking forward to uh, to Arizona and, and seeing the rookie camp and seeing some uh, live hockey again and uh, talking some hockey. Yeah, let me break it down for you, just who's going to be there, because uh, I'm thrilled that the Arizona Coyotes were able to accommodate all of us. I have uh, Colorado and San Jose when I get back from the NCHG Media Day. Uh, our own Seth Askelson out covering the uh, Arizona Coyotes tonight in their scrimmage. Stephen Marsh joining us from Vegas to cover the Vegas Golden Knights for us. Rob and uh, Tom Callahan will be uh, – uh, ganging up on the L.A. and uh, Anaheim guys. And, of course, Robert Schneidmiller, our uh, extraordinary staff, extraordinarily good staff photographer, will be there. We'll have some video stuff for you. We'll have a ton of photos and some comments uh, each day uh, to put out there. So make sure you're following us. Uh, two Twitter handles to be aware of, at NHL underscore ITHSW and at AHL underscore ITHSW. All right, take it away, my friend. All right. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casinos Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly has been brought to you by Summer Skates. Fall, winter, it doesn't matter. We still like to keep our drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino, whether it's the Long Bar or the Andy Amo Steakhouse, we are more than just great gaming action. Book your spot at vd.com. Boost Mobile, where all the plans include a mobile hotspot and America's largest 5G network for less. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, where we can provide for all your hockey needs on the ice or in line. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, where despite how long it takes you to eat your meal, there's so many delicious choices, it always seems that, like it takes you longer to decide what to eat than actually eat it. By M-Drive. Supplements to fuel your drive. Refuel your drive with M Drive. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casinos Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Hey Alexa, turn on my ITHSW podcast. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly presented by the D Resort and Casino is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Oh, very well done, my friend. And I'm glad your, uh, your uh, Hey Alexa didn't work because Stephen tried that the other night uh, on our Wednesday show, and up came Sparkles. <laughs> uh, so that's not quite refined yet we're still working on it but our thanks to uh, Kate Shefty of the Denver Gazette and the beat reporter for the Colorado Avalanche and the Colorado Eagles and everything that is hockey in Colorado uh, for joining us tonight thanks to Rob for uh, everything that you do look forward to uh, seeing you over here in Arizona this weekend for the uh, 
rookie face-off tournament, six teams right here in the Valley of the Sun. It will be much cooler inside the Ice Den Scottsdale and Gila River Arena than it will be outside. I will guarantee you that. But hopefully we'll get it down to around 100 or so for you guys. Well, I'm going to be in Bakersfield probably right before heading out to Arizona, so I'll get a little taste of it and get uh, break, break you in a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so next Monday night we will be live uh, right here from the Valley of the Sun to do a show, uh, the next Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. In the meantime, College Hockey Southwest Weekly next, uh, well, tomorrow night with uh, Paul Hornstein and myself, and then, of course, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly on Wednesday night. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers De Niro. Good night, everybody. Good night.